Hanging out with us. Well, we are delighted. We have Ash Carter with us, who is a journalist and written for Vanity Fair, New York Times. And uh, you and a co-author, I guess, Sam Kashner, put together a great book called Mike Nichols is Remembered by 150 of His Closest Friends. The book is called Life Isn't Everything. So thanks for being with us. Thank you. Okay, so Mike, how did this project, because it's interesting even how you've, you know, went about compiling the book and getting stories and getting all these people that Mike Nichols, did you, were you guys having drinks? Were you just talking about, how did it come about? Originally, uh, we we, we did it as a Vanity Fair article about six months after Mike died and and just kind of uh, called up, well, I mean, you know, I'd say called up, but of course, Many, most of Mike's close friends have armies of publicists, but we did eventually get them on the phone, about 40 of them, and asked them to kind of reminisce uh, about what, you know, what made him great. And the, the piece uh, ran at twice its assigned length, but it just became obvious that there was so much more material, um, so much more of his career that we just did not have the space to get to. And so, yeah, uh, basically over the, the following three years, we would, you know, a, some by phone, some we made pilgrimages to different states, visited people in their homes or met them in restaurants or, you know, and eventually compiled all these te- these uh, testimonies of what he was like and what he was like to work with. Yeah, and I mean, just name, even just thinking about his film career, starting with, you know, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, starring Elizabeth Taylor and and Richard Burton. That was his first film, correct? And then followed up by The Graduate. And then, um, you know, Silkwood and Catch-22 and Robin Williams in the Birdcage and Carnal Knowledge and Biloxi Blues and Primary Colors and so many amazing movies. So all these people... That are in, you know, right. name people. You got all the, like, Cher and Tom Hanks and, and Meryl Streep. That was really fascinating, I guess, as somebody who, you know, we love movies. Kind of getting what an interesting guy he was as far as a director. Yeah, I mean, he totally, he really did change American movies. Um, I, I mean, I think that The the Graduate is probably the, the best case study in in how he did that and uh you know dustin hoffman really um gave us a great interview and and explained how or or, you know just he he kind of brought us back to what it was like to be plucked from an off-broadway show to be the very unconventional lead of this movie and uh, that i mean he essentially was cast against the advice of everybody um hoffman himself didn't think that didn't uh, think that he was right for the part and told Nichols that, you know, he wanted somebody like Robert Redford because at the time that putting a guy like Hoffman in the leading role was just not something somebody did, but Mike had an instinct and he was proven right. And, um, that, I mean, he, you're, you're certainly right about all the people that he worked with. I mean, it's, you know, just, it's a who's who rattled up. It is, but also I think you know a lot of what he's thought of primarily as a movie director. But he also, you know, he was famous as a comedian, like nationally famous before he even directed movies. He was famous as a theater director before he directed movies, and and also was really the, one of the first, if not the first, 
A-list Hollywood director to bring major stars like Al Pacino and Meryl Streep to television late, uh, when he did Angels in America in right. 2003. So, I mean, he, I, I think arguably he changed four American art forms. Mm-hmm. That's that's a pretty And he was thing. an EGOT several yeah. times over. I, I guess I, I didn't realize that until I read the book. That's, that's true. And he also has the distinction of the, the first Grammy he won um, for uh, a Nichols and May album was 51 years before his final Tony for Death of a Salesman in 2012. And that's a span that is unmatched by any, any of his fellow EGOTs. So, I mean, the, the, the breadth, not just the breadth across mediums, but also over time is, makes him kind of a unique figure in the 20th century, I think, in, in American culture. It pretty amazing. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Ash Carter. He co-authored the book um, Mike Nichols, as remembered by 150 of his best friend. But the book is called Life Isn't Everything, and apparently that was a tagline that Mike used a lot. Life isn't right. everything. Get over yeah. it, kind of thing. <laughs> well, he, you know, another another uh, of his kind of lines was. First of all, I mean, he was known for being able to kind of speak in epigrams. I mean, he was really kind of a legendary wit and, yep. and brain. But um, another one of his lines was, if it's human, it's at least funny. And I think that that, it, it, like the, the line that we chose for our title, kind of expresses his, uh, a kind of a very human perspective that it can be found in all of his movies. You know, there, it's a kind of, there, there's a uh, an understanding of human frailty, but also a, a, uh, a he a, he sees the kind of uh, you know he sees the human comedy of it all, yeah. and I think that that's kind of encapsulated in in that phrase. Did he get? Did Cher say anything? You know, because when she was in Silkwood with Meryl Streep and. Kurt Russell. I mean, people didn't. I know she'd done Come Back to the Five and Die. Jimmy. She Dean. wasn't real well known. Not in the That's serious right. acting Not department. In a serious way. Right. And did he, did he go to bat? Did he really feel insistent about Cher Absolutely. being in there? Yeah. In fact, he when they uh, when the the trailer for Silkwood was first cut, um, she went to see it. That you know, it was showing before some movie. And she went to see it, and she said that, you know, the Meryl Streep's name flashed across the screen, people clapped, and Mike's name flashed, and people clapped, and then Cher's name flashed, and people laughed. And Mike said, don't worry, when the movie comes out, you know, they won't be laughing. And, and actually, there's a pl- funny story, because <laughs> she, as, you know, you both know, he, uh, Cher was, you know, known for... She, you know, she was a very kind of glamorous yeah. figure, and Mike insisted that she wear no makeup in this movie, which she did sort of reluctantly at first. And Kurt Russell said, "What are you worried about? You know, just you're going to get nominated for an Oscar just because of that." And he, of course, she was. Yeah, oh, she wow. was. It, she was. Yes. And did Mike Nichols? What did he win an Oscar for for directing? Who's well, afraid of Virginia Woolf? Or the graduate. No, the graduate. The, the graduate. graduate. Yep. And then also yeah. he directed one of our favorite movies, and it still holds up. 1988's Working Girl, with Love, Melanie yep, Griffith yep. and Harrison Ford and, and Sigourney. And yeah, I mean, what a fun project, <laughs> Ash. Yeah, really, we we enjoyed it, and I'm we're really glad to know more about Mike Nichols. Mm-hmm. You know, through all of his famous friends, and even just his early 
childhood story and the improv. It's just fascinating. So good to talk to you, Thank Ash. You. The book is called Thank Life you. Isn't Everything. We've got a couple copies to give away. 651-641-1071.